This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And Johnny, we're back for Welcome into the Rick and Johnny Podcast, I should say, here on YouTube, if you're on Blog Talk Radio. This is where we talk about nerdy stuff, nerdy news, movie news, entertainment news. I guess movie and entertainment are kind of the same kind thing. The TV same. shows. I mean, part of, if you're going to say entertainment, there's gaming yeah, and that there's aspect, gaming but it's too. not part of movies. We so, kind of I mean. hit everything from nerd to game to TV to movies. And Johnny, we got a jam-packed show as yeah, always. We Before we get into that, I got a little bit of housekeeping. See, I'm learning. Hey, I'm there learning you go. Here. You got it. I'm learning. I'm picking these things up. But a little bit of housekeeping. Almost said house cleaning there. I, I, I felt it. I, I felt like, it coming from you. I was you. like, wait a second. No, don't say it In right my head, now. I'm like, Ricky, don't say it. Don't Check do out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast if you want to help support the channel. It, it, it helps us immensely. Yes, watching the videos connecting with us is a huge help in its own right. But if you want to... Help the channel out more, so check out Patreon.com. Jake, Jake Neverman was actually on a podcast. Oh, was he? And that's our $10 reward. You get to Woo. be on a podcast with us, with the Onside Kick, with the Fast Break, whoever you want once a month, as long as you are at that tier on Patreon. But Johnny, like I said, jam-packed show. Yep. And we're going back to a Rick and Johnny original. We're making a sandwich tonight. Another sandwich. We are making a sandwich. We're going to talk about- I mean, about, l- look at us. We love sandwiches. Yeah, we do. I, I, I eat probably more sandwiches than I probably should, but we're going to be talking DC with the Arrowverse and yep. Batman and everything that's been going on there. We're going to look at Marvel, Black Panther. You can check out my trailer reaction, but I want to get your thoughts on it okay. as well. And then we're going to look at the end- there's rumors to uh, who could be playing Catwoman Ooh. in Gotham City Sirens, Ooh. so we are going to dive into that to end the show. But, Johnny, let's talk about our first topic, and it has to do with the Arrowverse and with comments that were in episode two of season six of Arrow, mm-hmm. where this was a scene where you guys have probably seen it at this point, where Oliver Queen... Being the mayor was pressed by the well, pressed by the press to are Ooh. you the hooded vigilante? Are you Arrow? And he was going on and saying, No, I am not. I got too much to do here. But it's what he said at the end that has got people talking and not people in the show, people out of the show. Yeah. He said, and I quote, They could have put Bruce Wayne's head on that body. Has Bruce Wayne left Gotham to hang out in Star City recently? No. End quote. And Johnny. The question I want to ask you, and it brings a smile to my face, because for me, the answer is a resounding yes. Should Batman get his own series in the Arrowverse? It'd be cool to see that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of spinoffs that you can do with a lot of different episodes. And I mean, to bring it up, you haven't watched much of it yet. You basically just watched the first mm-hmm. season, right? Gotham? Got- well, Gotham was a thing for Gotham's me. Gotham's different, I know. Before everyone in the comment section goes, oh my God, you didn't watch Gotham. When it first came out, yeah. season one, I was all in on it. My Batman, it's a new take, Commissioner Gordon. But then after like the first season into the second season, I was like, eh. Like, it was good. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's just for me, it was a little gimmicky where it was like when it was new, hey, this is a new take. Mm -hmm. But then afterwards, I was just like after one season into the second, I'm like, hey, you want to make this show really fucking cool? Batman. 
Yeah, and I Batman, mean, like an older Batman. You know how it's supposed to be. You know, Batman. Yeah, just remember it's uh, pre. It's I get that, young Bruce Wayne. I get that's that, why. but part of me is just like at this point, the facade of what it is is over, and I want to see Batman. That's all I want to see. Yeah, and maybe we'll. It's kind of like with Smallville. At the end of it, everyone just wanted to see Superman in the suit. And maybe you'll get that with um, the Arrowverse because mm-hmm. I know as of now they don't seem like they're connected, which you no. can't because one's like based in what looks like the nineties. Because mm-hmm. I mean the. The the razor phone yeah. you see on the screen mm-hmm. and the, the, or at least the early two thousands early two thousands mid to late nineties mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah so I mean they're not really going to connect at any time soon if they mm-hmm. were going to yeah but yeah so get like a Batman in the Arrowverse and it's cool to just mention it because um I know those ones are connected to Supergirl in mm-hmm. some sense. They're not. They're not even the same dimension. They're on, they're different Earths. Yes, there so we you have go. Earth One, and then we have Supergirl's Earth. Yeah, which and where is, Arrow and Flash are, I believe that's Earth One. Yeah, and I mean they cross over. Mm-hmm. They do cross over. There's been at least two episodes. Well, I you can had remember. the fla- the Flash uh, breaking the time barrier and basically running into Supergirl's Earth. Yeah, they've had crossovers between that. They've had crossovers between the Flash and Arrow um, with their episodes. Mm-hmm. I just here's the thing I think about when it comes to this. Yeah. First off, just the base sense of in the universe would love to see it. Yeah. And also what you can do with this is how many times like when I think of a Batman series when mm-hmm. it comes to anything, the first thing you got to think of is where do you start from? Yeah. With Batman, do you start from the tired story at this point, because I feel like everyone and their grandmother, even if they have never seen a Batman movie, Mm -hmm. knows that Batman's parents are dead. Yes. And know that his parents have died. It's just, it's been ingrained into our brains so much that his parents died. And if you know the name Batman, you know that part too. So the thing I like about this is they could do a Batman series. Yeah. And not have to pick it up at the beginning. They could just pick it up full stride. Batman's been doing his thing in Gotham, but now he's now they're telling stories with Batman in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Or, or if they want to do a Supergirl thing where it's like, hey, it's about Supergirl. That's there. But, oh, once in a while, an episode here or there, like an Arrow or the Flash, Batman's there. Yeah, even just like the same way, same way they do it with Superman and Supergirl, mm-hmm. kind of a cameo-ish type thing. Yeah, in there once in a while, even just to start mm-hmm. that, because now they mentioned him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when uh, Agents of Shield mentions Hulk, Thor, yeah. any of them. It's a little throwback to mm-hmm. them. And same with um, or like the Netflix ones Netflix where they series. reference like, oh, the incident, the big green guy. Yeah, like they, they don't they say mention the they movies. mention them, and they're they actually are allowed to say the names, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily say it because yeah. it makes it a little bit more believable. No one that they're disconnected, that they're disconnected in mm-hmm. some way or another, but they're still connected. Here's the thing, though, that I think about with this, and this is now getting away from actual watching TV and seeing scenes. Yeah. The only thing I think that is going to delay this from ever happening mm-hmm. is the fact that, let's be honest, they came out with Arrow. One of the reasons why they chose Arrow was because, hey, you know what? We've already got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. They're all going to be in our Justice League kind of movie in yeah. our DC, our planned DC universe that we're doing to try to compete with Marvel. Mm-hmm. So let's throw Green Arrow out there 
because we're not going to have them in the movies. Let's have them as a TV series. Then they bring on the Flash. Yes. Now there's that little conflict of, yes, you have a TV and a movie Flash. But originally it was, hey, let's just have a Flash TV show, then decide if we're going to do it in the movies. And then Supergirl, that is more of like a, hey, let's do this instead of Superman, but we can still have a Superman there. Yeah. It's just kind of a... He steps in for some episodes, but then it's like, hey, you know what? And I, I believe he said this in the series of like, hey, this is your city. You tell me what you tell me what you need me to do. Exactly. I'm not here to step on your toes. I'm not here. And that's the one thing that I've heard. And I'm like, that is amazing. Because then it's not like Superman comes in. It's like, well, this is my show now. This is what I'm going to do. It's, he doesn't just take it, take it over. It's like, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. He's the, cam- he's the cameo appearance. And I wonder, because Batman is such an A-list hero, yeah. and we have Batman movies and the Justice League movie, and, I mean, Gotham too. will we ever see it because of that part? And I'll go, no, let's not put Batman in the year of I don't think they're going to actually do, like give him his own show as mm-hmm. of now because they're too focused on having him in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we like the, the thing with the flash, cause people might say something, well, the flash is in the movies. The flash seasons came out first. Yeah. They came out before flash was really brought up in. Actually, I think it was before Batman V Superman, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really say, well, and maybe, yeah, they had it planned out. A while back, but it was like, well, we're going to start a TV show mm-hmm. for it. 2014 was the year that the Flash TV show Start. debuted. Yeah, so three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, October of 2014. Oh wow! So it was three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, so I mean, like that—that's where that conflict goes. And then they yeah. just then they even said at one point I read that it's separate universes. Mm-hmm. It's just separate earths whatever however you want to say it and so it's that's why they're disconnected that's why you never get the crossover like that Mm -hmm. so when they he mentions batman we'll probably at least get hopefully that'd be cool to at least get some batman kind of like they do superman for the Mm -hmm. supergirl universe little cameo appearances of hey i'm just here Mm -hmm. for this dot 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 and just to kind of go into just briefly because i don't know if everyone knows this the kind of timeline with everything so the Flash TV ser- series airs um, November 7th, 2014. That was a year after Man of Steel, two years before BVS. Yeah. So we had BVS in 2016, Man of Steel in 13. So you have this Flash TV show because at that point, the Flash was like, at that point it was, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had a Flash movie? Yeah. If we had a Flash, like that's what we were talking about. It's kind of like, and this is a story that I know, um, was mentioned and we may talk about in the future at some point, but it's like Kevin Feige this week for Marvel Mm -hmm. said about a Hulk standalone film. He said, you know what? It's just great to see the change of when this started. Yeah. People were asking, Oh, can you do a Hulk solo film? Like is is the viability of Hulk. Now people are asking, when when am I going to get another one? And like, that's kind of the thing where back then it was like, well, maybe the Flash might never get, get his show. own movie. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, we're gonna get a Flash movie, and we have the TV show. Yeah, which is why they don't can like mm-hmm. if you hadn't done that or if you hadn't had done one or the other, mm-hmm. you could cross them over. But now it's just gonna have to be that separate Earths thing, and whatever, that's fine. And I mean, that is 
in line with what DC does. Because, I mean, you had, I'm looking it up, Arrow, that was 2012. So October 10th, 2012 Mm -hmm. was when it first aired. That's a year before um, Man of Steel. So a year after Green, or actually the same year as Dark Knight Rises, but Dark Knight Rises is on its own thing. Yeah. Man of Steel is like the official start of the DCEU. And that's the year before that you get Arrow and then Supergirl was 2015 all in October, 2015 being even before BVS. But in 2015, we at least knew that BVS was on the horizon. Exactly. And then at that point, they knew that Flash at least was going to be in that universe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, it's the idea that back to the initial one. Yeah. so we have a chance of getting some Batman. Mm-hmm. As for its own show right now, I don't know if they're going to be too focused on it. Would it be cool? Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I mean, there have been, like, this isn't the first big drop yeah. of Bruce Wayne or Batman in the Arrowverse. Like, in True. the Flash, I think it was season one, there was that newspaper that the reverse Flash was looking at, and it said um, Wayne-Queen merger. So you've had Wayne in there. You've had things that say... Wayne Tech on there. Yeah, that's true. Um, for newspaper clippings and stuff. So we've at least known that it was like at that point it was like, okay, Bruce Wayne, at least Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you're not going to not have that in there. Is in there. However, think about this. Oliver's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. He's hashtagging staying woke, Johnny. Yeah. If he knows about the Flash, you do you think that if Bruce Wayne was vigilanteing it up as Batman, that Queen wouldn't know about it? I think Queen has an idea. That's why he dropped it, I think. Yeah. That's why he dropped it. That was his way of saying to us that that was him breaking the fourth wall saying, hey, Batman's doing his thing. Batman's doing his thing. Do not worry. And this is what I wanted to ask you kind of to close everything up. Okay. Congratulations, Johnny. I have now given you the executive producer, writer, director, whatever the... Job you want to? I didn't uh, basically, even apply. you're you're the you're the he, the, the head honcho of Uh-oh. the new Batman series. I, I didn't uh, I didn't apply if for the job. If you have to plan, and I'll give my answer too, but since okay. I'm the host, I'm going to dish it onto you first. If you had to plan an Arrowverse series for Batman, mm-hmm. a where would you start the story, and b what would your story be? Where would you go with it? Well, you kind of want to. You don't want to do the year one thing mm-hmm. just because you're already kind of setting the Arrowverse, setting the 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 Flash universe mm-hmm. as well. So you kind of want to start where they're at, like make sure you're caught up because uh, you don't want to be like, well, we're mm-hmm. way over here with Batman and these are. So, I mean, the best way to start that is probably do a f- one or two cameo appearances mm-hmm. and then roll into what's going on with Batman then and there. Um, as for storylines, basically... Hell, you can steal some stuff from the uh, animated series. Mm-hmm. You can steal any many storylines. You have so many villains to go off of. You have, and it would be cool because you can have partial episodes or like string along a few episodes of how these villains became villains, and then boom. The thing I'm looking at right now, yeah. is I forgot one. Oh, and I'm trying to look to see if, because I'm not quite familiar if this is going to be. On CW, I think it's going to be on TNT. There's also another series where we could be getting a Batman in. Oh, yeah? The Titan series. 
Oh, I forgot the Teen that they were Titans doing Teen... one that they're doing. I forgot Teen Titans. I did too. That's why I I saw it just now on my computer, and I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Because here's what I was thinking. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Ditch the origin story. We we know what's happened to Batman. Mm-hmm. The 99 percent of your viewers that are coming to see it know what has happened to Batman. Plus, like you said, Queen's been doing this for a while. The Flash has been there. You've established your universe. You don't need to establish a Gotham. Yeah, and I mean, if you need to hit on things here and Mm -hmm. there, you can do that through flashbacks. Here's the thing I think of, and this is what I want to throw to you. Okay. You do a before the series comes out. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say it's going to come out just hypothetically. It'll come out during, so it'll be season one during Arrow and the Flashes, like season, what, eight for Arrow, yeah. So during season eight, during season seven, you do some like maybe one episode where Batman comes to Oliver for help. Yeah, and you know what it references? The Killing Joke, or de- not Killing Joke, Death in a Family, Jason okay. Todd, and that's where you start. Where then when you get to the Batman series, episode one, because you've already like. You could do two episodes, one with the Flash, one with Arrow, maybe do a three like combined crossover event yeah. where it's a, all three of them and one for two episodes helping Batman. Episode one of this Batman series is the death in the family, the Joker kills, and you don't even have to have, to have the Joker on scene. It would be great to see the Joker beat up Jason Todd because that's really the like that's what it's about mm-hmm. but could you imagine that first episode is the joker killing jason todd batman being too late and the whole rest of that series is him coping with it him coping with that while villains are running amok and maybe you get that whole thing where it's not like a should i hang it up but it's a alfred i was too late if I was a second quicker, if I was this, if I was that. And then you can use Oliver Queen as like a mentor role to Batman. Not like a mentor, but like that that support guy. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, I've been in similar situations. I know what you're going through. I'm going to be here to pick you up kind of a thing. I think that's what you do. You start it off. I just would love to see them reference the kill, like have death in the family in there in a TV series a, because you already have, you already know that Dick Grayson's gone. Yeah. Dick Grayson's gone because we're going to have the Titan series, even though if it's on TNT, are they going to be that's the connected question, are they in the same universe? Over? But you can go ahead and say, Hey, we have him in the Titans universe. Plus if we go and do a Jason Todd thing, then we can bring Dick Grayson into the series as Nightwing if we want. Yeah, that the question is: Are they going to be connected then? Though, um, if they're connected, then yeah. No, you can I mean do... like, let's say they're not connected. Okay, they can bring in their own character of. Oh, Nightwing. okay, okay. Like they yeah, can yeah. bring Dick Grayson in as Nightwing for episodes here and there. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, they can do that. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, what I would say for that is, I kind of like the concept. I would just see some maybe some form of team up, mm-hmm. and um, even what you can p- kind of pl- do a play on the death in the family, mm-hmm. and do um, he needs help getting the Red Hood, okay, or like the, another Red Hood gang thing mm-hmm. going on. 
Because the Red Hood, that would mean this is after Jason Todd's death. Because originally Jason Todd is the Red Red Hood. Hood. He needs help getting the Red Hood Mm because there's a lot of mentions in both the animated series and Gotham. The Red Hood gang... Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a, some sort of play on that type of thing. Yeah. Um, he needs help with that. He asks for Oliver's help because mm-hmm. he's kind of discreet, just like Batman. Yeah. Get in and get out type thing. And then you can ha- pl- do a whole play on it. Like end of the episode, cliffhanger mm-hmm. of ha- Hood comes off. It's Jason. It's Jason Todd. I'm going to go one step further. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to stretch it out a little bit. Okay. Johnny. You start see because you have the crossover events, you're kind yeah. of setting up Batman. You have episode one, season one, death in the family, Jason Todd's dead. Yeah. That whole series is Batman going through a whirlwind of emotions of the I should have been there, it's my fault, anger at the Joker, whirlwind of emotions. Yeah. The end of season one, end of season one, there's a new threat. And right before you walk off for the se- like the season break, mm-hmm. Red Hood. Okay. So then you set the Red Hood up for season two's enemy, and then within that season, let's say the mid-season finale, you can have what you're talking about, where he confronts him. A crossover. Boom. That could be the crossover. Jason Todd, boom, mid-season finale, we're off for another break, and then you come back, and the second half of season two is, holy shit, Jason Todd's the Red Hood. How do I deal with him now? Yeah, the only reason I was saying, because we were trying to introduce Batman, is have mm-hmm. that as the crossover. Because mm-hmm. that way you can, if you want to, you can start the series off. Just mm-hmm. hear me out on this one. Yeah. You can start the series off by kind of, and I, I know not everyone likes this, mm-hmm. jump back like a few months. So you're saying like time jump back and time, time. just yeah. for like maybe that part, that's part you of the season. You can have flashbacks too. Yeah, you can do it that mm-hmm. way too. Um, because I was going to say, you do that one as the Red Hood, mm-hmm. and then the first maybe episode or two are the flashback of how that happened, okay. coping with it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then like it starts to gear back into where you're at into the rest of the season and dealing with trying, still trying to get Jason Todd because he's mm-hmm. still doing the Red Hood thing. Yeah. Maybe trying to like get him get him back. I just want to see a Batman series. So I know badly. you do. I'd like I know I you want do. to see an actual Batman series that is actually Batman. Yes. That is actually Batman. Like that's what I want to see. I mean I Go- Gotham was good. I liked Gotham when I watched it, but let's be completely honest. It's a little bit of a gimmick. It's pre Batman. It's a little <laughs> bit of a gimmick where and even like the stuff that I'm seeing now where it's like Little kid Batman, and I'm on top of the roof. That's not fucking Batman. That is not Batman. I want to see actual Batman in these TV series. I know what they're doing. This is exactly what they're doing. They're getting me want, 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 want. Yeah. And then eventually they'll give it to me. Maybe they'll never give it to me. Who knows? But I want to turn it on to you guys now. Johnny and I have talked about a lot of things in this. This is a big... This is a topic where I feel like we could have gone for an extra half hour. Probably if we wanted to. Theorizing, looking at other things, but I want to turn it on to you guys. What do you guys think? First off, should Batman be in the Arrowverse? Second off, I'm putting you guys in charge now. Sorry, Johnny, I took away your title. I'm giving it to Ben out there. You guys tell me, what do you guys think? What would be your plan for a first season of Batman in the Arrowverse? Let us know down below in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And we are moving into your world. We're yep. in my world. We're going to go back to my world. And my world being DC for everyone who does not know. Mar- Johnny is the Marvel guy. 
I am the DC guy. And what we are going to talk about today is, I'll be completely honest, this yeah. is also because I wanted to get your kind of input on the trailer mm-hmm. a little bit, but also because this is something I didn't touch in my trailer review for Black Panther. If you didn't see that, boom, it's right up there. It's oh, also it. down it's below again. in the description. However, Johnny, I want to ask you this simple question. As the Marvel guy, you can give your input. Yes. Will Black Panther be the best Marvel movie? Like, of all time? Like, of the of MCU? All time. Like, like let, let's put it this way. Yes. After we see Black Panther, yes. will we eventually re-rank our Marvel movies like we did? You can also check that out up God there. Damn it. <laughs> will we be re-ranking it and putting Black Panther number one? That's a hard choice. I know it's going to definitely be up in the top, probably the, maybe even the top five. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about number one because we still have to go see Thor Ragnarok in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, as of now, that one looks like it's going to be the best to me. This one is going to definitely be in the top five, though. Mm-hmm. They're doing the new direction that's kind of starting. Um, where would you say we start this new, more lighthearted, colorful direction? I know it's definitely after Civil War. Wouldn't it be Guardians? Guardians, yeah, that's where we started. Guardians this. started it, and then now, after Civil War, they're kind of going more to it. Yeah, no, now they're like everyone's going to be part mm-hmm. of this new direction because, yeah, I mean, everything like oh, it, it would at first it made more sense like oh, everything's spaced more. We're going to make it more mm-hmm. colorful, more fun, more lighthearted. Well, this and one's then even just different. This well, one no, is different in that sense because. The way, and I mentioned this in my review, yeah. But after I recorded it and edited it, I was like, "Fuck, I, I, I should have went more into detail about it." I mentioned in my review this movie, like when you watch the trailers, mm-hmm. it just has this sort of like this sort of swagger to it. Yeah, this sort of like I'm, I'm the coolest guy here. I'm, I'm happy. Oh yeah, I'm no, cool. we we've talked about that. Um, off the podcast. And the thing that I love the most about it. Yeah. And it it, it kind of, it it makes me like I was reciting it before we were recording the segment Yeah, because they made it sound so much like what you would hear in a rap song Mm -hmm. where it was just like, you just see the boom, boom, boom. I put my life on the line for this. When Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger, Mm -hmm. when his lines come in on the trailer, like, how they mix that up made it sound like, yes, we're giving you part of the scene and we're giving you what we want, but we're going to make it sound like a rap song. We're going to make it so that it flows with the music yeah, and it keeps the swagger that we're keeping up with Black Panther. Yeah, but what I was going to try and say earlier is mm-hmm. um, we started this with Guardian of the Galaxy, the new dire- kind of new direction. Lighthearted. Lighthearted, and it's... It's like at first you say, oh, okay, it's space. It's like the ones in space, the mm-hmm. ones in outside off of Earth, basically. This is the first Our, one on Earth. Yes, yeah, that so that's what I was trying to get to. Was So you got Thor, Ragnarok coming up. Mm-hmm. Same type of tone as Guardians of the Galaxy now. It's more fun, more mm-hmm. lighthearted. And still you get st- still get the serious story in there. Mm-hmm. But now it's, it's not like as um, dark as um, Iron Man 3, Thor... The Dark World, mm-hmm. Captain America, Winter Soldier, even Civil War. It's not as dark toned as those. Mm-hmm. Now everything's more light. And this is the first one on Earth that we have that's this colorful, vibrant. It's still, it's not like as, um, what's the word? I just used it like two minutes ago. Vibrant. Lighthearted oh, okay. as the other ones, but that's because you need it. It's also, Black Panther. He's newer. Also, I have to correct ourselves. Yes. There has been one on Earth with the lighthearted tone. 
Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. So this will be the second one. Yeah, the second one on Earth. Um, but even Spider-Man. Didn't... Very lighthearted. I know you were dealing with a kid as your yeah. main uh, protagonist there, but very that was one that was very lighthearted as well. But I wouldn't go it's nearly as vibrant as this one. Like, there's the one scene where he's in, like, the waterfall area, mm-hmm. and just the costuming of using... I don't know. I can and a, and a huge array of colors with all well, the, and all the they, costumes. How they make it look too, and this this seems like a movie that's going to go back and forth with that. Yeah. You have the waterfall scene that looks amazing. What we got in this new trailer was yeah. the when they enter Wakanda mm-hmm. yet again, matching with the movie, but they're like force field that keeps it hidden. Yeah, the two two two, and it hits with the beat. Yeah, of the that was music cool too. As they come in to Wakanda, and you just get the "We're home" as they're just driving the ship or flying the ship. That's what you do. You don't drive ships; you fly ships. Yeah, usually just flying it right into Wakanda. But also the little, it looks like a a little dream sequence that we're getting from uh, from Black Panther. Where okay, like the sky's all purple. And he's walking up to that tree, and you just see a literal Black Panther yeah. sitting in the tree. Yeah, no, that was an interesting one. I'm, I can't one wait to see be, what happens Now with that. that I say it, could be a dream sequence, could also be like, um, a, I don't want to say forced on meditation, but like what you see in movies where it's like, hey, here, breathe this in. And then they, and it takes them to a different, like, plane a different plane, which is kind of like a dream where... It's kind of, I'm trying to think of like, not, not quite, like a journey thing. Yeah. Where it's like you get to look for the question. Kind the of like answers a spirit journey. For. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. But this is going to have that. All, like even look at Killmonger. Yeah. Like before he gets the black and gold suit. The, the leopard suit. I would go. The leopard, leopard or cheetah. Suit, leopard or cheetah. Um, when he pulls down his original mask. Yeah. His entire costume. There's a lot of detail into that. Yeah, it goes no, back to definitely. that vibrant that you're doing. I just think I have a feeling with this movie that it's going to be, I think it could be the best Marvel movie when we're all said and done. Because I think this movie is just going to be, I'm going to go back to my uh, my crutch word. Mm-hmm. It's just going to have swag. Yep. It's going to have so much swag to where it's like you're coming out of this movie going, you kind of feel better about yourself. You're just kind of like, yeah, you know what? I can I can do this. Like you have that little cockiness to you mm-hmm. because of I feel like we're going to get that from Black Panther. We're going to get music like we've never had in a Marvel movie yeah, before. Yeah, definitely definitely that too. And I feel like we're going to get other characters where this is just going to be a movie that is going to have so much character confidence. Yeah. Where we're going to deal with a ton of characters that are just confident in themselves, which is different than what we're used to seeing because usually what we see in a uh, Marvel movie is heroes doubting themselves. A lot of self-doubt, honestly. Crying and doubting, crying and doubting. Good movies, but a lot of crying and doubting. A lot of crying and doubting. And honestly, um, I can see still Black Panther having the doubts because you do see it in the that the trailers. Yeah. He's um, he's like, Well, he's got to learn how to become king. He has to learn to be a king. Now that oh, his father's... I just can't wait to be king. That no. matches a little bit too well. No. <laughs> Death <laughs> did, of the father like makes him the king. That's why I said I know Johnny. it is. <laughs> no, one other thing I want to point out too, though, mm-hmm. with um, Ulysses Claw, I am so excited. He finally got his blaster for the arm. Yes. You the, see it? Where he, yeah. 
And I really hope it's what it's supposed to be. And it's like the vibranium based sound blaster. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just like, I see this, he go like re leans out the door of the car. And he shoots the car that black Panther's on. It just explodes. Mm -hmm. One little pulse of blue light and the whole damn thing explodes. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I really hope that's what I think it is. So that was something that you saw and you're like, yes. Yes, we're yes. like we're we're going like because they cut his arm off in um, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, they set it up for that. Let's go with it, mm-hmm. please. And we'll see though. I mean, we gotta see. Th- as for the initial question mm-hmm. though, the one you're asking is it going to be the no- number the best. the best the best Marvel movie? I'm not I'm not giving that answer until I see Thor Ragnarok. Well, okay. Are you only saying that, though, because you kind of, like, there's all the Marvel movies that you love because they're like your children. Yeah. But then you've got Thor over here that's kind of like, if you had to pick a favorite child, the Thor movies would be that. Well, Thor Ragnarok, so far, is like looks like it's going to be in my number one like, when it comes gonna out. Be, that's going to be, it's like, oh, I don't have any favorites. And then you look at Thor Ragnarok and you just go... Oh, no, I'm blatantly admitting it. I think Thor Ragnarok is going to be back. I'm a, like, when it comes out, it's going to be my number one. They completely changed up the tonality of everything they're doing now. So it's mm-hmm. it's like it's the fun of Thor, like the th- fun of Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. With the storyline with Thor and Hulk. And it's again, it's now in the universe, but it's just got still some of the serious tone to it. Mm-hmm. Like having to fight Hala for Asgard, et cetera, et cetera. But this one, I'm not saying it's not. I don't know if it's going to be number one in my list. Here's That's my list. And the one thing is I tried to pull it up and we've lost internet connection here in the studio. Hmm. Um, there was a Screen Rant article. That's always good. Where they even mentioned, like, I believe and Don't quote me on it because I don't have it in front of me. But they said that, like, Thor Ragnarok is going to be the boldest. Yeah, it's gonna be the most bold Marvel that's the, movie. That's what you told me before. I'm um, yeah. kind of pushing the envelope, is what I get. Yeah, from something so. like that, and I just I feel like Black Panther. After seeing this new trailer, I am more hyped. Like, let's be honest. After the first trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be a good movie." Like, damn, this is gonna be a good movie. Kind of get that. Like, even I was using the swag there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, Johnny, I saw this trailer. And I like this was the trailer, which is the take my money trailer. Mm-hmm. Just here, take my money. I'm gonna come see it. I'm going to see Black Panther. And for a movie that I was at the beginning not really excited about, yeah. only because I don't know a lot about like with my history of reading comics, not really a huge Black Panther fan. Don't really know much about Black Panther. Yeah, I liked him in Civil War. Um, but I just I didn't know a lot mm-hmm. about the character. Now, after seeing this trailer, I want to know more about him and I want to go see this movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I wanted to go see it before. But now it's like I want and I need to go see this movie. And I can't wait. It sounds weird. Can't wait for Valentine's Day. Can't wait for Valentine's Day when we go <laughs> and see this movie. Do you have any final thoughts before we move on? No, I do think it's going to be a great movie, though. Well, this is where we kick it on to you guys. Let us know down below what are your expectations for the Black Panther movie if you have not already done that either on the trailer reaction or here. Also, do you think it's going to be the best Marvel movie? Let us know down below. And also, if you want to give us your top five Marvel movies, I'll take that as well. Let us know down below 
in the comment section. But Johnny, let's end the podcast coming back into the DC realm of things. And this one, we've got a little bit of, got a little bit of rumors here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. Yes. And it has to involve one of the projects that are kind oh, of side projects. I thought it was one of those other rumors going around on the podcast. No, no, not that. <laughs> you, you still get to keep a job. You still Yay! get your job for this week. We'll see oh, how week. Johnny does for next. You're, you're week by week basis, man. Oh, okay. Week by week. That's what probation is, right? Oh. That's what it is. I thought it was only 90 days. No, it's not 90 <laughs> days. It's more than that. But I'm kidding. Johnny's not going anywhere. We're talking about Gotham City Sirens. And the rumors about it are that we might have found... Our Catwoman. Yeah. And this is from Reddit, where basically director David Ayers on his social media had seen Baby Driver, had followed Baby Driver's Isa Gonzalez, and now people are saying that she could be Catwoman. That, oh, he's following her because he's looking at her to be Catwoman in Gotham City Sirens. Mainly the only thing... That Isa Gonzalez has been in. Baby Driver has been, to me, her breakout. Where mm-hmm. that was the only thing on her IMDb page where it's like, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, Johnny, what do you think of this? Not from an aspect of, man, I know a lot about Isa Gonzalez, but of the fact of when it comes to Catwoman, is it going to be, like, should she be Catwoman? Should we go with an actress who is maybe a little lesser known, maybe just breaking into the spotlight? Mm -hmm. Or should they be looking at a home run hitter like they have in Margot Robbie for Harley Quinn? Well, I mean, we have, if we get Margot Robbie for Harley Quinn in this. Well, we do. Yeah. I mean, in um, Gotham City Sirens. Well, she will be because she would be Harley Quinn. It's going to be Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy and uh, Catwoman. Then. This is all about the oh, I'm hero. Just saying, this if is all about the get, villain. I'm just, I know, and I'm just saying, if we yeah. actually are getting Margot Robbie for that Harley Quinn role, we are. Okay, we are. Yeah. It's set. Okay, mm-hmm. then you know what? They can take the chance on getting Isa Gonzalez because, yeah, I haven't seen Baby Driver, so I don't know mm-hmm. how she is as an actress. Mm-hmm. But you can take someone with not as big a name because, again, really the only thing that you and I know her from would mm-hmm. be Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Um, I think they could take a chance on someone with a newer name since they have Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. And if they want the security for it, get someone with a little bit bigger name for Poison Ivy. Because mm-hmm. I haven't heard any speculation on naming for that yeah, yet. Yeah, I have not either. This is the first thing that I've heard from the Gotham City Sirens front. And part of me, I'm a little bit, I'm a little torn. Okay. And the reason why I'm torn is because... There's a small part of me that's like, go out there, get the big name, mm-hmm. get the name that is going to get butts in the seats. However, like the other side of me goes, is that going to lead to a quality movie? Do we want to just get butts in the seats or do we want the, hey, we know that because I fall into the group of people where it's like, we know that this group of people are DC fans, yeah, are comic fans. They're going to come see the movie no matter what. Exactly. So we don't have to worry about them getting here. Are we going to cater to the others to where it's like we got to get them to come to the movie? Or are we going to say, fuck it, we're just going to go off of these group of people. We're going to put the best product out there. And if they believe that Isa Gonzalez could be Catwoman, then part of me saying is go ahead. Because one thing, and I am for my YouTube fans – 
You guys will see it up on the screen now. For my Blog Talk Radio fans, it'll be down below in the description. This is a little bit of a fan art from um, just a random fan on Instagram. The name is Boss Logic on Instagram of what she could look like as Catwoman. What do you think if this is the Catwoman we get to see from Issa Gonzalez? Not opposed. I mean, it's got kind of the um, the Tim Burton flair to it mm-hmm. with the stitching still, but not like nearly as much. Um, honestly, I'm more prone at this point to, as you can see on top, the glasses look, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to how the mask was for a while. You're talking about the Michelle Pfeiffer mask? Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of the mask, mm-hmm. and I'm still not. I like how the glasses are going. I think, um, they start, I don't know if it started first in the video game or it started first for, uh, uh, the Dark Knight yeah, series. Yeah, Anne Hathaway's Anne version. Hathaway's one. Either way, I like the, I like the goggles mm-hmm. more, um, Maybe instead of whatever's sticking out of her hair, we can actually go with that. Um, mm-hmm. the, if you go to the Screen Rant article, well, for if you want to post that the, down below. The thing that's sticking out of her hair yeah. are cat ears, Johnny. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. Catwoman. Yes, I know. But I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit more liking the um, the one on the top of the Screen mm-hmm. Rant article if you want to post that down below, yeah. though. I'm a little bit more liking of that because it just throws out a little bit more stuff. But, I mean, you can play mm-hmm. back and forth with both of those two You're talking you about the one that's kind of like... It's a, oh, I don't want to say a hood, but like kind of like, kind of like the aviator a leather, hat. A yeah. leather mask that covers down to like here and then the It'll, glasses like, go over. It's almost like one of those aviator hats. Yeah. That like it's just black leather, but it's got the little cat ears mm-hmm. on it. That's like, it looks like it's been made that way. Yeah. And then she still has the goggles. Mm-hmm. That puts a little bit more of the, um, she's a, a thief. Yeah. She's in it for stealth. She's not in it for well, looks. And you can play on both hats. Both sides of that. And here's the thing. You can thing, still have her not have, wear that all the time. And here's the thing that's going to go into the look is now we're kind of branching over of what she could look like yeah. as Catwoman. Here's the big question. What kind of a Catwoman are you going to use? Are you going to use a Catwoman where it's like, hey, you know what? People don't know that I'm Catwoman. People do not know Selena Kyle, Catwoman. So I need that mask portion to hide who I am so people can go, oh, I don't know who that is. Or is it, you know what, glasses, cat ears, who the fuck cares? I'm Selena Kyle. I'm the greatest thief in the world. I'm Catwoman. I don't care if you know who I am because I will take it before you catch me. I mean, I don't I don't care which way they go with it. I would say... Well, that's the only thing that well, I think the reason, plays into the style of costume. The reason I'm saying I mm-hmm. still like the goggles no matter what. I still like that like no matter what. the stealth what. aspect the stealth, of it. Because even if, like, everyone knows I'm Catwoman, mm-hmm. I'm still... The, these could be like she clicks something night vision. Mm-hmm. She's got that to keep her hair down so it's not like it's waving everywhere because mm-hmm. it's more of a tactical thing as opposed yeah. to an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then she still looks like a cat. As no, going she does. For the cat and burglar. I mean, the thing that the so that's thing why that I'm, I'm looking at too that. now is because we've had several different iterations of Catwoman. Catwoman. I mean, I, I don't want to bring it up, but we did have the Holly Berry Catwoman. I mean. I mean, there was that one, but that one was trying to find the list of that one was not like a and the ones that I'm looking at are mainly in the TV and movie. Mm -hmm. But even though I'll bring in the animated series one where you have the Halle Berry one where let's be honest, the main reason for that was we got to make Halle Berry look sexy as hell. Yeah, we got to make her look sexy as hell. We're not really in it for the tactical advantage. 
Then you have the Dark Knight one, and that was one where it's like, hey, I'm just going to wear a black grayish leather suit. I'm going to have the black kind of um, ninja like band across my face. And yeah, I have some kind of cat ears on, but I'm in it for a more tactical kind of suit. Then we have the Michelle Pfeiffer one, the one from um, Tim Burton's Batman, where it's like you said, the stitching. It has the, it's got the the eye hole, the big eye holes with the leather mask which on is top. Kind of, which is kind of more like the uh, animated series one, not exactly, mm-hmm. but like the eye holes were more leaning towards the animated series yeah. style. And that's what I was going to bring up with the animated series, where it was that one thing where it looked like the hood was connected to the actual costume, and it was just boom. There's my whole like bottom of the mouth, mouth. hole, and then my eye holes. Yeah, exactly. My eye holes. My eye I'm holes. sorry, you said that, and that's the first thing I thought of was what. But what do you think with like the look of which costume? Because I think maybe go towards more of an like you were saying, more of an Anne, Anne Hathaway, where costume. it's actually got um an a reason for that mm-hmm. something. Because I love it how they do with Anne Hathaway. She's got the mask going on, mm-hmm. even though everyone does know Selena Kyle is I mean, not everyone, but it's known. In the like, at least in the system, that yeah. Selena Kyle is, is Catwoman. Catwoman, um, but it's great because like she flips mm-hmm. the thing up and they look like cat ears, but then she can flip it down for a tactical reason. Mm-hmm. Of I think it was actually for uh, night, vision. night vision, because she's Catwoman. Mm-hmm. She's a yeah. cat burglar. She's doing these well, things in the dark. And that was one too. Whereas if you're if you're on the fence about, well, you know what? Do we want the hair hidden? This is totally. Like, that one I I can I'm not like strong because you have some it. that are hair hidden, but like Anne Hathaway's, you have the hair out there. The hair's out, but the hair's back. Yeah, it's back, but it's not like oh, I've got to put it all up into that leather. Well, I'm not saying technical, like, yeah, technical I'm just thing. saying like at yeah. least make it like not like that picture exactly, mm-hmm. where it's like it's everywhere, it's a, a mess. And I get maybe if you do a scene, a few scenes like that, mm-hmm. but. To have it like that when she's trying to do some stealthy stuff mm-hmm. is just not practical, and that's what I go with. I want to ask some you, practicality with things. I want to ask you this question, getting yes, away sir. from her look now, back to kind of just Isa Gonzalez as a yeah. whole. Because there's probably a few people that are like, guys, why are you talking about the look? She's going to look great, even if she Either, is Catwoman. She's going to look great no matter what. Here's the question I want to ask, and this is kind of a greater Catwoman question, not just for Isa Gonzalez. Do you think that DC has to look at actresses that are maybe like Gonzalez were, hey, she was in Baby Driver. She's up and coming because they don't want another A-list or B-list celebrity because they want Margot Robbie at the top. They want Harley Quinn at the top, and then they want Catwoman and Poison Ivy a step below. Well, hell, I mean— They want a Beyonce Destiny's Child thing where you know— who the front woman is, and the other two are just kind of supporting cast. I mean, this could be their more, this could be like two other actresses' more breakout, bre- role. breakout roles, but mm-hmm. not just that. I mean, you got Margot Robbie, which people will come in just for that. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you got Isa Gonzalez. If you get Isa Gonzalez for it, you have some of the, some people that, oh, I liked her in Baby Driver or I liked her in this other stuff. I'm mm-hmm. going to go see her as Catwoman. Yeah. You can pull another A lister mm-hmm. or even a B lister for. Poison Ivy. Again, we mm-hmm. still have another role to pull, pull yeah. that out with. So, what would you do? If what you would were I casting, do if you were casting? If I was casting, I would go with. I would probably say, give you know, give 
I haven't seen I haven't seen Baby Driver, mm-hmm. so I don't quite know her acting ability. So I'm gonna just say I'm gonna trust their decision or their i their thought and but go. Let, let's say Gonzalez gets the role for Catwoman. Yeah. So you have someone up and coming. You have Margot Robbie, who is Margot Robbie for Poison Ivy. Do you go with a megastar or do you go with someone like Isa Gonzalez where they're up and coming. That's where I was getting at. I'd go kind of in the in-between. Someone that's mm-hmm. not the A-lister, the top. Maybe like an A-minus to a B-lister, mm-hmm. like high B-lister. You know their name, but... You it's... know their name, but they're not in a shit ton of stuff. They're not mm-hmm. in these high-ranking films necessarily, mm-hmm. or maybe like one high rank, one or two high-ranking films. Mm-hmm. I would go with someone like that. That way, the name's there. It's also kind of about the money. Mm-hmm. You got the you're name. You're not paying a lot. You're not. For pay, it. You're not paying like half of what you'd make mm-hmm. in the box office. Not a geostorm situation. <laughs> you're gonna cover the reshoot cost. Exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. No. So that that's what I would do is get someone that's a little bit lower mm-hmm. on that ranking scale, but their name is known. Their name is out there, mm-hmm. and that way you have two names that are known. You got Isa Gonzalez, which is known somewhat. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, however else you want to do it after that. Yeah, I am not opposed to the going with lesser. Not, I, I kind of hate saying that because it's like, oh yeah, just because breakout actresses is what yeah. I'll say. I'm not against that because, Neither am I. like I said, all that matters is how are they going to be in the film. As long as they take the role seriously, and like Isa Gonzalez comes in, if she plays Catwoman, like I know Catwoman to be, and what I'm used to in the comics mm-hmm. and the TV series then I will not have a problem with this whatsoever. Is there any final thoughts that you have, anything you think we didn't hit when it came to either Gotham City Sirens or Gonzalez's Catwoman? No, I just hope they play smart about um, how they're going to go about it. Yeah, I do too, only because, I mean, this is a movie where I'm a little iffy about anyways, Mm -hmm. just because, I mean... I don't know where they're going to go with it. The storyline, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't. And are we going to get Batman in it? Are we going to like? Some have said Jared Leto will be in it, being the Joker. Kind of, you have to if you're going to have Harley mm-hmm. in there. But I am. This is the one where I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know what we're expecting. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below in the comment section what do you guys think of Isa Gonzalez being Catwoman. What would you do? Would you if you have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn? What would you do for the other two slots? Go with someone who's a well-known name or go with someone who is just breaking out, maybe just like Gonzalez, had Baby Driver, and now is trying to hit another hot streak for where they're going in their career. Also, thank you for guys checking out the Rick and Johnny podcast. I almost said the Onside Kick Johnny. That was not right. I almost said the Onside Kick, the Rick and Johnny podcast. If you're on YouTube, Thank you guys for watching. If you're on Blog Talk Radio, thank you guys for listening. Remember, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast to help support the channel. $10, $10 tier. You get to be on any podcast you want once a month as long as you're on that tier. Jake Neverman, he was on the podcast this week. Go check out his Clipper and Laker discussion with the Fast Break podcast from this week. Well, thank you guys for either watching and or listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.